says we're live. We are live, everybody. We got huge news. We are starting Divi Chat on time today. Um, <laughs> one minute. It's been a long time. But that's Nobody's here. Fair. Nobody's going to be here. <laughs> that's pretty good for us. This is episode 138. And today we are talking about work life balance and burnout. So, I don't know about you guys, but I'm exhausted. So let's talk about let's talk about this stuff so we can get ourselves rocking and rolling and more balanced. So, you guys ready? Ready to introduce? Who's going first? <laughs> ladies first. Oh, ladies first. Okay. Um, I'm Leslie for now, um, and you can find me at a girl in her Mac dot design. Welcome. <laughs> Timothy? Hey everybody, Tim Streifler here. I'm broadcasting from San Clemente, California, and you can find me online at divilife.com for my Divi products, Streifler.com for my client services business, and wpgears.com for Divi courses, along with my good friend David Blackman. And then, of course, you can find all of us on divi.chat. Exactly. And I am Stephanie Hudson with Focus WP, white label WordPress maintenance for busy agencies. And I also have a digital agency that a lot of you know about too called Sweet Tea. It's enjoysweettea.com. Because everybody loves sweet tea. Everybody loves sweet tea. (laughs) And I have a new website that was helped by a very good friend of mine who shall remain nameless. It's it's okay. You can say it on here. Oh, okay. Leslie designed me a new site for my niche. It's uh, sweettea.beer. For her niche. (laughs) And it's got really cute little illustrations and stuff on it. So you guys should go check that out. Oh, I'm checking it out right now. (laughs) Oh, do it. Let's get on to the topic. Don't get distracted, Tim, because you're going to define work-life balance for us. What is it? We're trying to figure it out. What is it? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm stalling a little bit while our regulars come on. They're not used to us starting on time. I know. <laughs> um, yeah. So burnout, work-life balance, uh, huge topic. I think this is a, a super important topic for any professional, but then I think it's more important kind of for our audience for two reasons. One, a lot of our audience are business owners. Where And so uh, work-life balance is very, very important for business owners. And two, I think it's especially important for business owners that work from home. So whether you're a freelancer, solopreneur, whether you have an agency distributed team, I think it's a very important topic, or you might not hit any of those, but I think it's just important just for anyone who works. Um, And so burnout essentially is when you burn out and you are uh, basically overworked where you don't have a good work-life balance and you basically uh, are doing too much work with not enough life. And so uh, it catches up to you. And it's it's the type of thing where you don't realize it's happening until, not until it's too late, but until you're, you're burnt out basically, or you're starting <laughs> to feel burnt out. And so it's always good to get ahead of it and uh, kind of do the things that we're going to talk about here um, to kind of stay ahead of, of uh, burnout uh, before it happens. And so, um, so yeah, did I miss anything, ladies? I don't think so. I mean, I think when you said burnout is when you burn out, I think that was pretty much that was it. just <laughs> right? you're like, what? How did that happen? This just in, you guys. Oh, people get so complex. 
I think one of the problems, I think there's a lot of different cultural issues. We have a global crew here, but uh, it, the three of us are in the United States and in the United States, you are not looked favorably upon if you are tired, you know, like it's not like leaving early. I mean, I had jobs where I, I would work my full shift and I would get dirty looks if I left on time because you were expected right. to stay late and to work overtime. Yeah. And so th it's so easy to get into these situations where we're overdoing it because it's that like the hustle, right? Hustle is the big word that everybody wants to use. And there's a lot of people coming out now and saying like, maybe stop with the hustle. <laughs> like maybe that's, maybe work smarter, <laughs> not harder. Cause it's, that's like really ramming everybody into the ground. Well, and it's not even just always overworked. Sometimes it's over life, right? Sometimes life is creeping into the work stuff and it's just hard to balance it all out, which is exactly. yeah, going along. Uh, none of us have kids, but boy, adding kids to the mix and families, or if you've got parents that need help, stuff like that, you know, all of those sort of additional life, uh, elements can really put tons of pressure on and make people feel like they're doing nothing well. You know, you're not being the parent that you wish you were, the spouse you wish you were, the business owner you wish, you know, you're not doing any of it because you're just working so hard at all of it. And so anyway, so maybe let's talk about, um, is this something you guys have felt? Have you gone through this? Have you had a big crash? I wouldn't say big crash. I've kind of felt it come on at different times. Um, I think kind of naturally I've been able to stay ahead of it with just kind of having a kind of a more natural work-life balance to where it wasn't something I intentionally had to do is just kind of the way I wanted to, uh, you know, structure my work day and stuff. That's kind of been really good for me overall. Uh, and I can share some of those things that I do and some tips that I think would help. Um, but yeah, it's not, I haven't, I've never gotten to the point where I'm like so burnt out where I need to, you know, take a ton of time off type of thing. Um, but I know others who have, and it's, it's a big deal. And it's definitely a, a concern to, to be aware of. I kind of have, um, cause I know like probably with a lot of people in my first two, three years, all I did was work. I got, I, I took pretty much every job I could. I think at one point I had like 12 projects and like half of those were full builds. And I was just, I was, I don't even know how I did it. Um, and then I, I did get burnt out and then I did like a total 180 and I was just like, you know what? No, I'm not. I changed the kind of work I did was when I kind of moved more to contracting for other developers. Um, and that, oh, that changed so much because not only did I did not have to deal with the client stuff, which is really exhausting, the whole customer service thing. Mm -hmm. um, now, then I got to take a step back and just do design. I took a lot less work. Um, I just, cause now I was more on a, not salary, but I had like kind of a guaranteed amount of work and stuff. Um, and that helped a lot. That changed a lot. So um, I don't, yeah, I don't want to go back to, <laughs> to just working, 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 but it's hard, especially when you're starting. I mean, you need the experience and you need to learn and you can't learn without work. So right. yeah. And a lot of the, a lot of the people in the live chat today and our listeners in other places are, you know, they're doing burning the candle at both ends, working a full-time job and trying to build up an agency or a, a studio trying to get themselves off the ground or, or just learning or something like that. So that's even more, Oof, that's even a whole nother element to go through. I, um, I am not a good, uh, multitasker by nature. I, I, my brain gets frazzled if I have too many pieces going at once. And I've, I've, for the most part, 
been okay. I don't think I've hit like a huge burnout before, but again, I don't, I don't have a lot of the family responsibilities that some people have or other elements like that. But, um, but I, I did hit when, whenever I was going through a difficult family time, we had moved and my grandma died and there was all these other horrible things. And I happened to be starting a business and I really did. Like, I couldn't remember things. I couldn't like function. I would just like, if the doorbell would ring and the, I would start, I would go like, Oh no, what? Now? Like I, my ner- like I never understood the expression. My nerves are shot. Like when people would say that, I'm like, I don't really know what that means. And I was like, Oh, Oh, that's what it means. That feeling when like something bad's going to happen any second. Like I really just got like burnt. And so I don't know. I mean, there's a, I think I, had to just go take a few days off. I went, I like, I would need, when that happens to me, I like need the ocean. Like I need my feet to touch sand and I need (laughs) salt. And like, I don't know that that's my, like, that sets me back to kind of whatever normal might be, but, um, but anyway, what do you, true North. (laughs) Right. So, so the whole thing is like, well, what do we do to avoid getting to that point in the first place? But what do you think, Tim? What's your, uh, what's some of your, um, some things that I've found helpful is first of all, I, I work, work set hours basically. I mean, it's not strictly, however, um, it, I stay pretty true to that, to where I don't work night. And this isn't something where I was like, you know, intentionally strategically like, how do I avoid burnout? And like wrote this huge list. Right. It was just like, <laughs> I just don't enjoy working at night. I like to relax. And so, um, things that I've found kind of helpful that, I think can help avoid burnout is to have those structured hours. So like I wake up in the morning, I, you know, have a routine and eat breakfast and stuff. And then I don't start working till after that. And then in the middle of the day, I typically will take my dog out for a walk hike. Um, and so that does two things. One, it helps me get away. Sometimes I do business calls on that, but it's still kind of getting away. It's getting outside fresh mm-hmm. air, change of scenery, exercise, exercise is key. I think every single person, uh, needs to exercise. Um, you know, whether it's super hard, intense, or just like casual, like stroll, I think it's good for the brain. Um, and actually it's not me saying that that's science. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, also science. having a dog is super helpful too. I'm right. just out there, uh, like taking care of, you know, a, another life I think can be good to help you avoid burnout, you know, kind of, uh, naturally, you know, uh, take some of your attention away. Um, and so having a dog gets you outside, has you take care of something that can definitely help with burnout. Um, and then I, so after I take the dog out, take a lunch break, then I'm back to work. And then I'm usually like pretty solid until like, I don't know, five, maybe six on a, like a longer day. And then I, you know, that's it. Like I'll, I'll, I'll do like stuff from my phone, like, you know, emails or messages or whatever, but like, that is like very light. It's like light work. And then I'll usually, you know, won't look at that past a certain time. And so that's kind of helped me. It's just kind of like compartmentalize work over here. And then I can enjoy life over here, which I think is really important, not just for work-life balance in general, but also um, a lot of us work from home, you know, all three of us are, are here in our home. And so having like, you know, separation between relaxed time and work time, I think is really crucial for the brain. Um, another big thing, which I know, uh, I think Leslie might not agree with, but I don't like work from bed at all. Oh, like <laughs> I basically conditioned my brain that like I work like in this room, sometimes I'll work in my backyard or the living room, but like, I don't 
work in the bedroom that like I've conditioned my brain that that's like relax and sleep time type yeah. of thing. That's and great. I think that can help, really help too, is having different rooms dedicated to different things. When you do work from home, that can really help with burnout. So like subconsciously your brain knows when you're in that room, you're resting and like your brain turns off and like you can, you know, step away from work. So those are some things that I found really helpful. Um, one thing I want to say about exercise to circle back to that, um, Tim Ferriss, the author of four hour work week. Um, mm -hmm. he also has a podcast where he's been interviewing for years, top people in their field. So business executive entrepreneurs, Mentor, what is it? Uh, something of mentors, tribe of uh, mentors. Is that what it's called? I think so. Um, he had a book but, called the same thing. I think. Yeah. Was. He basically took like, um, summaries of those things and put it into a book. And that's what I was going to reference. Right. And, um, I haven't actually read the book full disclosure, but I watched an interview where he was talking about it and he said, like, obviously so many of those different, um, you know, industry experts have different routines and things that they do that help them be successful. But the one like overwhelmingly like consistent across the board is daily exercise. And so I think if experts in every field imaginable are, you know, consistently exercising, then, you know, we all should be too type of thing. So I think that that's yeah. one's really, really important <sighs> for avoiding burnout. <laughs> I hate exercise. <laughs> I'm working on my winter bod right now. I do, my, I do my stretches, but <laughs> the thing, you have to find something that's enjoyable. Like, I know. Me, yeah. like I grew up like running and I'm actually good at it, but I absolutely hate it. But I, so I don't run. I like take my dog out for like a walk and it's a long, yeah. you know, 45 minute hour long, like hike walk. Wow. And that's really good exercise. I'm yeah, 128 walk. days strong now, according to my Apple watch. So, wow. uh, yeah, so that, that's kind of, you know, what I do and I find helpful. Goal. Um, I know. Right. I, uh, I do like yoga and I, I, yeah, I, I do I, that I, at home. Fun. Like I, it's just so dang hot here. Like I can't, I like going <laughs> for a little walk. I even started, I had like before the summer, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go take a five minute walk or a 10 minute walk. Like just plan something small. Cause if I'm like, I'm going to leave for a half hour, like I, it would be yeah, over your brain's already like, <laughs> I know I just don't want to. And I got to put on other clothes to do it. And I've got to like, it's a whole thing. And I'm like, I'm just gonna go for five minutes. Cause you always end up doing longer than five minutes. So I was like, yeah. this is what I'm going to do. And it was like a week later, it hit the nineties and I'm like, Nope, <laughs> that's over. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully like we will not be living in the devil's armpit for much longer. <laughs> like, it feels so hot here and humid in September, but, uh, I, I would like to get back in. Cause I, there is something about that, the fresh air and, the like, uh, like the grounding of like putting your feet on the earth, even if you're wearing shoes, like something about that is good for you. Yeah. I like I what think... you said about the pets too. Like it makes yeah. me real happy to have my kitty next to me when I'm working. But, uh, and I think it seems like a lot of people in our, like in the audience and stuff. Oh, I didn't even see him back there. Is it yeah. okay? He's all crashed out. <laughs> got that forty-five minute walk. It does though. Like just petting your pets has some sort of like restorative. Yeah, scientifically proven. Too. And it makes you get Pet your therapy. eyes off the computer because I know for me, like I can get stuck, and then it's, it's, before I know it, I have a freaking headache, and it sucks because they're hard to get rid of. But yeah, my dogs are the ones who get me outside. It's super hot here too. I'm in Texas, so it's like up still near the hundreds. Um, but I'll go sit. I have a little umbrella, and I'll sit in the shade for as long as I can, like five minutes, and. You know, we'll all just go out there and we'll soak up a little bit, but not not too long. <laughs> I love my little, my I try and get my daily vitamin D because uh, you can't like there's no windows in my office, 
I have no windows here. So it's a bummer. Cause it's like, you could, I'd be like, if I turned all these lights off, it would be literally pitch black. Like you would not know what time it was at all. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I have to go rem- remind, like reset my circadian rhythms or something like, Oh, there's the sun. Yeah. That's <laughs> back fine. out. So, <laughs> um, one thing that I heard that was, I thought really enlightening on the subject of balance and, uh, I, I, like it really does stick with me and it helps me. And that is that there is no such thing, which we hear that a lot, but someone gave the illustration of a pendulum and where I grew up in Pittsburgh, there was this museum and it was this huge open atrium and it had a pendulum hanging down. There's like three stories and it's, it's magnetized, you know, so there's a magnet on the tip of the pendulum and then in the floor, the very center. And it had this beautiful like marble below it with the shape you know, like a big circle with all the little lines and stuff. And the pendulum just swung on its own from the magnet. You know, as soon as it would go to the center, the magnet would push it into another direction. And someone used that as an illustration and said, the true balance, dead center, is actually impossible for that pendulum. It swings to one side or the other, but it's still a balanced swing. And so the idea was sometimes... We have a lot of projects with work and it overwhelms us. So we're swinging one way. And then maybe we have a family responsibility or a death of family or something like that. Or we go on vacation. Going on vacation is technically not balanced. (laughs) Right, exactly. But like that week, you're not balanced. You're all toward recreation. And so sometimes, you know, like if you could, once I started thinking of it in that way, that like, it's always sort of an imbalance in one way or another, as long as you're not staying there as long as you don't get stuck in a state of imbalance like as long as you're not spending all of your time at your desk or whatever once you're through with those projects swing the other way take a couple days off or do something with the family or whatever it is take care of your health you know do all that like if you just only spent every day at the gym like then that's unbalanced with exercise you know like you right so that real I don't know maybe that doesn't make any sense but to me that helped because I'm not like a every day I'm going to spend this many minutes doing this thing and this many minutes doing that thing like Right. No, that's, that's, no, I I think that's really helpful and a really, really great analogy. Thanks for sharing that. Um, Because I think if you, if you zoom out while while the, you're right, the day to day, it's impossible to have it perfectly centered. It's either going to be, you know, one side or the other, but if you zoom out and maybe like day to day isn't, but maybe overall the month is balanced. And then if, or maybe you have a, you know, a crazy, crazy month, but then, you know, the next month, you know, you can take some time off, you know, you zoom out for the year you know, then it can overall What's be balanced. Your average, your yeah. average. work-life analytics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, definitely. And, and, and I think, um, I, I think the, what's the expression? If you love what you do, you won't work you a day in your life. Yeah. yeah. And I think there, there's truth to that saying, absolutely. Um, like if you really are passionate about what you do, you, it doesn't feel like work. And um, while that's true, I think that doesn't necessarily negate uh, the possibility of having, um, you know, burnout, you can still burn out. And I feel like it can almost be a little bit more, um, it can sneak up on you because when you're doing stuff you hate, if you're in a, uh, a full-time job and you absolutely hate it and it's like, you know, you feel burnt out, like without even really doing anything. Right. (laughs) Or if there's a lot of tasks you're doing, like in your own business that like you just despise, okay, you can feel the burnout coming. But when it's stuff you love and like, you know, you're able to get to a routine where you're, you know, the stuff you don't like, you've outsourced, hired a team member and you're just like in the rhythm and you love it. You don't feel like you're going to get burnt out because you're like, this is awesome. Like I'm working my dream job. Like I'm living my best life. Um, (laughs) 
but I feel like it can exactly. still kind of sneak up on you. And all yeah. of a sudden you're like, whoa, you know? And yeah. so that's why I think it's important to kind of, you know, get ahead of it. Even if like, you don't feel like you could ever have burnout. If that makes sense. I have uh, I, I totally does. I have a couple little things that I'm working on now, like too many things actually probably, but I just had this like bizarre, I'm, I'm a like super gregarious. I don't know if you guys noticed that or not. That's like my personality <laughs> type. Like I'm an ex- true extrovert. Like I recharge with people and all that. Yeah. You and, and David uh, are a lot alike. I know we are. And uh, <laughs> it's scary, <laughs> but um, I was like just out with some friends the other day. And, and then I was like in the car going Swiss with my mom and like all these things. And I was like, I feel frustrated. And I'm like, cause all I think about is like this stuff I'm so excited about doing with work. And that's all I want to talk about, but I know that nobody wants to hear it. So I'm just <laughs> sitting there like, like, I can't, I can't even get my head around like just nonsense, which normally is. That's kind of like with me. Cause I've mentioned, um, I have a lot of my own personal things. Like I, I've talked about wanting, you know, I have like some designs I want to put on t-shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. So, and, but that's all stuff that doesn't make me any money. It's not really work. It's just right. my fun stuff. And I'm always wanting to do that um, right now. And so it's like, I have to make myself like, okay, you got bills to pay. Like, come Swing on. The like, <laughs> on the other yeah. Way. <laughs> so yeah, it's hard. So yeah. when we're talking about this kind of stuff though, like, what do you guys think about, the best way to start identifying symptoms like Tim how do you know when it's time for you to step back or take a break or take a you know take a day off or something like that do you ever do that do you take a day off yeah oh absolutely um I think it's a great question it's kind of hard to describe when you have that feeling um yeah, I, I don't know. I can't really put it into words. I've never gotten to the point where it was crucial, but it was kind of like, okay, things are kind of getting to me or certain aspects of like, you know, my work is getting to me. I need to, mm-hmm. I need to put that aside. You know, maybe it's not overall, you know, taking a step back, but just like I'm getting burnt out with this part of my business. Cause when you're a small business owner, you're wearing so many different hats, you know, you're doing sales, you're doing marketing, you're doing customer service, you're doing design, you're doing development, you're doing uh, marketing, whatever. So, um, you might get kind of burnt out on one area and, um, you know, need to kind of like (laughs) table that, like, okay, I'm getting a little bit overwhelmed using that side of my brain because, um, as small business owners, like, you know, cause if you're someone who's like super analytical, uh, when you're in a, a full-time job, you might be using only that part of your brain, but when you're a, a small business owner, you have to use all aspects of your brain. Like, uh, cause the, the skills and, 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 and thinking that you do for like sales is so different than what you do mm-hmm. for design. Like it's totally different aspects of your brain using creativity in different ways. And so for me, it's like, I don't know if I ever feel like burnout overall, but it's more like, okay, I'm really getting burnt out with this one thing, you know, this one hat. I need to take this hat mm-hmm. off, put, you know, this hat on or take all the hats off and go relax. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I stuck with that hat analogy. But... <laughs> hat free. I usually know what my body will tell me. Like if I'm starting to get headaches and I'm getting tired a lot more, um, then I know I need to take a step back. Like I, I've this past year or so, I'm primarily a night worker. I don't know why it just happened. Like as soon as when I get creative and when I feel like I just get like the second wind. And so I generally like, well, Tim said his, his day a little bit. I'll say mine. I wake up around seven usually, no matter what, because of the dogs and just because of my inner clock. And I'll usually, I'll get up and I have to eat first. I wake up like starving every day. I don't know why. <laughs> but yeah, I get my coffee and my, I make something to eat. 
And I do like admin stuff. I answer emails. I'll do like some maintenance things or whatever. And I'll do that till like 10 or 11. Um, and then I'll probably like do some drawing or whatever. And pretty much almost every day now, I take a nap in the middle of the day, just when I'm tired. You was usually around two. I'll take like an hour, maybe two hour nap. Um, and oh my gosh, that just, it helps me so much. Like I, I don't have as many headaches. Um, I have, I have like eyesight issues too. So it's not just, just the work stuff, but um, I just feel so refreshed after a nap. And then I usually start working again around between six and seven and I'll work for like four or five hours. Not too, I don't, I don't work that much, but, <laughs> but it's good. I mean, it, I, I get, you know, I have enough work in there. It's so, I love that you do that, Leslie. Cause it's, we've talked about this a little bit, like on Facebook and stuff, the, so if you call it a nap, people look down on you. I know, right? You're like, if you call it a siesta, <laughs> people think you're... I'm in between player. shifts. In my mind, I'm like, I'm in between shifts because I'm going to go back. I got other stuff. It really, it's, it really is called like biphasic sleeping. It's breaking your sleep up into two separate things, which is very science-y as opposed to like, I need a nap because I'm old. Right. You know what I mean? It's like... Or lazy. There's such a stigma because right. I start, my official start time is 10 a.m. And you, I think I've talked about that on here before. Like yeah. you get so, like I get the dirtiest looks and like. Yeah, I have friends who like they're it. up at 4 a.m. And like, you know, you know, they've got so much accomplished by seven. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, come on. But, and I mean, I usually start before that anyway, but even if I don't, like I work till seven at night or whenever, yeah. you know, like I just sort yeah. of work till whenever take like eat dinner and stuff. And half the time I'll be doing stuff when I crawl into bed, I'll take my laptop. I don't mind working in my room. Leslie doesn't either. Like Tim, he I, has, I he's all segmented, but most, if I'm working in bed, it's usually my personal stuff. I don't usually oh, okay. do coding or um, stuff like that, that I need certain light and stuff. And so I'll do it um, at, at the desk, but, but yeah, if it's leisure and stuff that I'm not getting paid for, Cause I'll have the TV on and I'm in bed. I'm like, yeah, it's slow. Here's a question. How long does it typically take you both to fall asleep at night once you're in bed? Like five seconds. Like, I don't even remember hitting the pillow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I always have forensic files on usually, um, it's it, it, between anything up to an hour. It just depends. Um, like once you decide to go to sleep, it takes you an hour to actually fall asleep. Well, because I don't really. I decide, but then I'll like pick up my phone, and it's bad. It's bad. Oh, well, I'm not talking about that stuff. What I don't know what you mean. Oh, no, no. Then it doesn't. If you mean like, okay, I'm closing my eyes and I need to get to sleep. Yeah. No, it takes me maybe five to ten minutes. Okay. How about you? Do you have a hard time? No, I I'm like you, Stephanie. Within five seconds, it feels like. Um, <laughs> And I think part of that is, and and I've watched educational YouTube videos on this too. I'm not making this stuff up, but because I've conditioned my brain that that's like, that's the sleep room. Cause there's times where my wife's like, Oh, I'm going to sleep. I'm like, yeah, I'm not tired yet. I'm not going to go to sleep. And then I'll like, I'll like talk to her while she's getting ready for bed and I'll go in the room and just being in the room, all of a sudden I'm yawning, tired. I'm tired. Right. And then I decide, you know what? I am tired. So then I go to sleep <laughs> in five seconds. That is hilarious. It's like, you're being like, there's something coming through the air vent, like drugging you. I know. Right? I, had, I had this really loud clock in my room one time on the wall and uh my mom was over she comes into my room she goes that clock is so loud and I go I know and I start laughing because I will lay in bed I would lay in bed did it put you to sleep like <laughs> no I would go I would lay there and I would go oh my god that clock is so loud how the heck are I, gonna... <laughs> like, I would be out I wouldn't even finish the thought like I was literally thinking that's gonna keep me up but I would fall asleep before I even finish thinking <laughs> That is the answer to how fast I fall asleep. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Well, I would say for anyone who has trouble falling asleep, yeah. like evaluate, yeah. you know, are you working from bed? Like, are you watching TV mm -hmm. in bed? Like stuff like that. Cause there's definitely a lot of science with that. One thing that someone mentioned, I think it was Mike. Um, oh yeah. The that, cat. <laughs> that is a, uh, or maybe it was John. Sorry, I can't remember. I already lost it. But um, this is kind of a productivity tip, but I think it kind of can go along with burnout because um, an organized brain, I feel like, is maybe less likely to experience burnout. I don't know. Um, but, and this is a, a tip that I, uh, David and I actually did a WP the podcast episode on it, um, a productivity tip. Um, I forgot where I heard it from, but basically, um, before you go to sleep every night, have a note card and write like the three high level things you want to accomplish the next day mm -hmm. and then Ooh. go to sleep. And so the first thing about it is, your is yeah, it. yeah the, your, your brain, your subconscious brain kind of goes to work and start thinking about it. You're able to still relax, but your subconscious brain kind of, yeah, while you sleep. And then the second thing is you wake up and you know what you're supposed to do. You're not like, you know, taking the first hour of the day, trying to wake up, figure out what you need to work on. You have it there. So when you're ready to work, you can dive right in. Um, good idea. So, yeah, that is good. I didn't. Um... Well, and also, since you just mentioned the organization, um, when I started, I had no set organizing or anything like I'd write things down on random pieces of paper. Um, so that had to change for sure. Um, I, I was always like, I can do it in my head. I can now remember everything. If it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. Um, and it has to be like, I have to have it in several places, like on my computer, on my phone, I have it written down. Um, but, but yeah, I have basically like daily reminders of things that have to be completed, whether it's by the end of the day, by the end of the week, things like that. There has to be some sort of organization deadline. going on. Oh, are you a yeah. deadline person? Yeah. I think that's, I think that's really important because when you're trying to rely on your own brain to remember everything, I feel like that's just like. You're setting yourself for, up for disaster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're setting yourself up for <laughs> failure, like missing deadline, but also like for more stress, more anxiety, like which, you know, can contribute to burnout. But if you can rely on like systems to remember stuff for you and like, and, and to help you stay organized and you're not constantly using that, those brain energy to try to like decipher what you need to do next. Um, so I think there's a lot of truth to that in relation to burnout. I have like a pill I take in the mornings and I just bought an old person um, like the, the, the the <laughs> yeah. because I would be like, oh, did I take that? Uh, I think I took it. That, and I like all day I would just have these like, oh, did I? And I'm like, uh, -uh I got to stop. I can't, I don't have this extra energy for this yeah. dumb question. Right. So it's like, if it's not in the thing, then I took yeah. it. I'm done. I don't have to like, I worry finally about just started taking a freaking multivitamin. I'm already 43. And I think I was supposed to start taking that like 10 years ago. I don't know. But yeah, I usually remember. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steve Jobs, actually, Steve Jobs is kind of the one that's famous for it. But also, I think Mark Zuckerberg does it where he, he had his uniform where he would wear a same thing. turtleneck, a black turtleneck and denim jeans and shoes. And like, th that's what he wore every day. And he had, you know, just a closet full of them. And uh, like the main reason why is because he would make decisions all day long and he didn't want to use the brain power on deciding what to wear. Like, I mean, that's a tiny amount of brain power, I would think, but I get it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's when you're making like, you know, hundreds, potentially thousands of decisions a day, yeah. it's like to eliminate, I mean, cause that was just one example, but like they would optimize their lives to reduce yeah, all of the decisions. Thing 
to where they didn't have to make it, you know, like, you know, and, and some executives will have like a stylist that will like, you know, pick out their clothes and, and shop for them, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so it's like, you don't have to resort to wearing just turtlenecks every day. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, and on that note, on the clothing thing, I read it. I don't know remember if I watched a video or read an article, but someone was saying, um, when you work from home and you're just in your pajamas all day, don't tell doesn't me help you in the mindset. <laughs> yeah. Not maybe not nice, but something if you're going to go to Target, you know, like what you would wear at Target or something. But I, I don't do it every day. I do try to put like normal clothes on and not be in my PJs all day. Um, and it does help. It actually will magically change like your mindset. It really does. It kind of, it gets you more yeah. in a work mode. I don't know how or why, but it's yeah, good it's advice. So. Yeah. There's a lot that goes in there. I don't know if that works on me. I, I, it makes me so happy. Like it makes me so happy that I can work in the yeah. t-shirt. <laughs> like I feel so like, huh, huh, I win. I mean, like I'm in pajama bottoms now, so I don't do it all the time. But. Yeah. <laughs> like some people, like my wife, she can't like study or like, you know, get work done or, or whatever, unless like the house is clean type of thing. And so it's just like a mental thing. I think it's similar yeah. to like, you know, being <laughs> I do not have that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it all kind of contributes to, to mindset is like having yeah. those things. I know like in sales, you know, for a lot of, uh, you know, kind of more like commission only, like, you know, the sales guys that like, you know, they work from home and they, uh, they'll tell you that, um, to, yeah, to wear not just like regular clothes, but like actually like wear a button up shirt, like three piece shoes on. <laughs> And, and it's, it all comes, goes into mindset. Cause, it, um, I think the person that told me about it was telling me, uh, like if you look good, you feel good. And if you feel good, you sound good. And so that's important for sales when you're on the phone and you're trying to, you know, uh, sound competent and professional and stuff like that. And so I could see it, you know, it's psychological it might be like a 1% difference, but over time that might, you know, yeah, I don't think it's different. necessarily even the percentage of difference. I think it's, it's that you have to understand your brain. Like learn yeah, your personality, sure. totally. type, your circadian rhythms, your brain type, like what there's all these personality tests and stuff that you could take and read stuff about it. But like, I don't take like, those, to, well, no, but you, those. right. But like, I'm I don't even mean do that. I'm just saying like, there's different types of brains out there. Like Tim can't yeah. work in it. Tim goes into his bedroom and is immediately drugged. <laughs> Exactly. That doesn't work on me. Like that's, that's not a thing for me. Like I can have my phone, blue light, computer, TV, all of it right on me immediately right to sleep. Like I don't need to worry about any of that stuff. And I don't, I, I you know, like none of that really affects me, but like, I can't think until 10 AM. So like, there's, a, you know what I mean? I wonder, so I schedule my day like that. Do you wake up feeling refreshed? Never. Or, mm -mm. I sleep is a thing for me though. It's not, it, that's not, it's always been a thing. I'm a, I sleep like the dead, but I just need a ton of it. I need a lot of it. It's really unfair. You all get more life than me. <laughs> yeah, my wife could sleep 12 hours a day every day. Yeah, I could too. would love it. Yeah. I only need like there's, five or six. Uh, are you serious? Yeah. What, there's, there's, is it sleep chronotypes? Is that, is that the right word? There's some sort of sleep, like, like what you said, person, like brain type, but it's also like even Ooh, specifically down to like sleep patterns and like, I forget like what my wife and probably like you, Stephanie, I forgot what they call it, but someone that could sleep 10 to 12 hours every night. Um, I forgot what, oh shoot. It's like, y'all are weird. Yeah. But anyway, so everyone, it's not even just like brain, but it's even more specifically to sleep. And so you learn, like for me, I've learned that as long as I'm getting consistent sleep, 
like seven hours is, is the max. Like that's all I need and I'm good. And if I go to bed early, then I'll wake up early after that seven hour. So it's not, it's not even like the body clock of like time. It's like the seven hour. Um, and so I, when I uh, was actually here in California, looking at this house, when we still lived in Texas, um, I was used to waking up at five. And so I would, when I would get seven hours, I'd just wake up. And so I was waking up here at like 3 a.m., which was 5 <laughs> central time. Oh my gosh. I kind of like, yeah. So I think once you, you dial in your sleep, is, I, I want to say chronotype, but that, I might just be imagining that. I'll have to look it up because I'm super, I'm fascinated by yeah. all that stuff. And I think like that goes a huge, that like, it seems like this is a tangent that we've all gone on, but it almost all comes into the same stuff. You know, it all totally. fits together like you have to work with your body <laughs> in order to get all the it's not even just like exercise which is good but like doing all these things too like I did a test with the the biphasic sleeping aka regular napping and <laughs> I like I could feel as good in seven and a half hours total as if I did nine hours straight which is a huge difference it's just tough to arrange your schedule sometimes and, and you can't like once you're in it, you have to be in it because you can't miss that nap because then you're on, then you can't, then you're too tired the next day. And then, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like if you yeah, just slept like, for four hours at night, you'd be wrecked for a couple of days, you know? So it's like, you can't, so if you have like meetings or this or that, that get in the way. Yeah, it depends because depending on how long your sleep cycles are, sometimes if mm -hmm. you, if you only get one sleep cycle, but it's an entire sleep cycle, you can wake up feeling refreshed compared yeah. to if you would have slept like two hours longer and got one and a half sleep cycles or whatever. So yeah, it's, Yo. it's right. fascinating. Well, and yeah. also for me, like, since I work at night, I can only work till like 11 midnight. If I go past the next day, I am just useless. It really affects my next day. Like I, I just can't stay up too late. I don't know if that's age or combination of or things or what but it just ruined Honestly, my day I can't we're the it. same age so I'd appreciate it <laughs> talking about being old <laughs> please I just had a day last week so let's not like bring it oh up. yeah but uh yeah so I didn't tell you guys my trigger like my uh it's not a trigger but my like signals when I know that I'm starting to burn out uh there's rage <laughs> Oh snap. I start getting not really rage, but I start getting super frustrated. Like see, I got my beer um stress reliever. I got um I get I start getting like like mad easier. Like I'm like super frustrated. It's more frustration than mad. And also there will be occasional crying. <laughs> like when you start like if I cry I'm an emotional crier more than like a sad crier. So like if I get worked up about something, like the waterworks will come. I can't I'm a freaking huh. redhead man. Yeah, I, I had a good it. cry the other day. I wonder if that's powerful to do with it. Because <laughs> that's like I know. And also like those are kind of funnier ones, but like I really like I will start forgetting things. I have a bad memory to begin with, but whenever I'm talking to like my family or my friends, even with work stuff, they'll be like uh, yeah, you already told me that. Or, you remember we talked about this? Poor Tom. He's like, he's so patient with me. He's like, we just, we did talk about this and you agreed. And I'm like, I that to my mom all the time. Mommy just told but that, me. That's like a, that's a stress for me. Like that's how my body, cause I was like, whenever that time I was telling you, when I went through the real bad burnout, I, I couldn't remember anything. And I was telling my friend, I'm like, you know, my, my grandma had dementia, my other side of the family, there was some dementia. I'm like, I think I'm getting it. Like, I think I'm getting dementia. And my friend was like, you're not. And I'm like, no, you don't know. She goes, you're not. She goes, have you ever been like this? You know, she asked me a bunch of questions and she's like, it's stress. Just relax. 
<laughs> take it easy and then you'll be okay. Stress will take so many, yeah, to everybody like sees it differently. Everybody affects everybody's body differently. It's, I mean, it's a big deal. Stress is a huge deal. It is. So, yeah. man, I feel better getting Speaking that. stress. <laughs> People will, will refer to the brain similar to a muscle. It's not actually a muscle, obviously. But if you think of it like if you're constantly working out and like pumping iron or like running like crazy and not letting like your muscles heal and rebuild, mm -hmm. like you're going to hurt yourself. And you know, the brain is similar. You need to rest the brain and let it recharge. And, you know, again, like Stephanie said, everyone's different to figure out, you know, what, uh, you know, aspects of your life you need to optimize, you know, to have a better work-life balance or, you know, is it just, you know, small breaks throughout the week or is it, you know, multiple days off and or, you, know, you kind of have to, you know, experiment and figure out what works best for you. But I think the bottom line is work-life balance is really important and taking time to let your brain rest is crucial. I agree. Uh, so how, how do you, like, do you, what do you do? Leslie, do you travel? Do you go away? Do you Take days Not very off. Very much. Um, I, the only time I really traveled in recent years is for work camps. Um, but yeah, not. I I don't really take vacations, and I guess I, I think I would feel probably feel guilty if I did just because of my work schedule since I work so lightly. <laughs> like I think I work like about a twenty hour work week. So I don't know. I belong in France or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't really. Um, I want to. That's what I. That's my goal. Like I, that's been my dream since I was little is to have a career in, in something creative and to travel. So even though I may not travel right now, that's my set goal. One day I'm, you know, going to travel and be on my laptop and whatever. So, yeah. You best get going. We're getting up I there. I know. Time's running, Time's running out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for my damn dog. <laughs> oh, you can't take the dogs with you. I don't want to travel. No, I already, like, I had something I was going to say and I forgot it. So I forgot. <laughs> Sarah's in the chat, you guys. She said that she loses words. Like, she can't find the words she's trying to say. That's <sighs> when she's getting yeah dressed a couple other people what were the other people saying they're saying like they need the same same thing with the sleep they feel hung over if they don't get enough sleep carlos is a little bit of a show-off he says if he sleeps more than four hours his head will explode <laughs> i don't want to hear it carl he's young is that carlos too he's, he's young, young. <laughs> Shut up, 20-year-old. Get out of here. It'll catch up to you, Carlos. Yeah, I worked, um, when I was working with Stephanie, there was one night where I stayed up till like 4 a.m. doing my little doodles and illustrations. And I was like, I was in it. Like I was totally in it. And I kind of had to make myself go to bed. And I, I still woke up at seven because that's when I wake up. Oh. And that whole day, well, that probably like the next three days, I was just not, I was foggy. It was just not the same. I mean, I used to stay up till 4 a.m. all the time when, you know, when I was younger, but now it's like, I, it's, I couldn't do it. Probably, I can't do that again, probably for months. But <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, what was I going to say? I was totally going to say something. Uh-oh, it's happening to you too. Oh, I know, right? Oh, that's how it feels to have PMS. <laughs> guys know what we're talking about now. Oh my gosh. I think... <laughs> having uh like hobbies or outlets or something that um you do for fun that's not work related um you know like leslie has like side hobbies like the printed t-shirts and stuff like that where um you enjoy and it's still using your creative brain but it's like it's just for fun and i think that that can yeah. be um really important and so like uh 
Stephanie, you said you're like David to where you're, you recharge by being with people because you're, you know, super outgoing and stuff. For me, it's, it's both. Like I need a balance. Like if I've had too much people, then I need alone time. If I've, you know, had too much stress and, you know, been working alone too much, like I need to go and be with people. And like, there's a word for that one too. Uh, Awesome. Not introvert. (laughs) That's what it is. Amazing. It's not introvert or extrovert. It's a vert. Else vert. <laughs> regular vert regular vert regular <laughs> vert <laughs> yeah but like i have um like after we do a podcast i'm wired i'm wound up like this yeah. is Same, for sure like, I'm wound, but like if i have to go and do like research on something and make decisions like we've changed our project management system and we've changed a bunch of other things like that and to that kind of focus and mental energy saps me so it's like yeah. i i know like in fact, I was just talking to Tom about this this morning. We've made so many business changes in the past couple months, plus launching two new sites, all this stuff. It's like, I, I feel I feel exhausted from all of that kind of thing. Like I need to switch gears and do some of the stuff that energizes me more. Like you're saying, so I need to switch hats. Okay. That, the, the word you were looking for, Stephanie, is ambivert. Uh, ambivert, yes. Nelson Miller in the chat. Yeah, that's what I am. I, oh. I need the balance of both. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, it's a person who personality has a balance of extrovert and introvert features. So yeah, every personality test I take ever, like any of those goofy things, like it doesn't matter what the other ones are. Like if there's an extrovert one, I'm like 100. Like it's the most, <laughs> whatever the most is, that's what I get. I'm an introvert, but I can be an be alone. when needed. I don't know. I just adapt. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean I don't ever want to be alone. Like I like my alone time too, but that, the point lot. of it is, is that that's how you recharge. Yeah. It's not that you don't ever want to be alone or whatever, but anyway. Okay. So let's, I want to wrap up a couple minutes early. Segue into our, <laughs> we got some other stuff to talk about. So you guys want to do final thoughts? Um... Anything? Anything? Get a dog, take a walk. That's Tim's final thoughts. Boom. Boom. <laughs> oh no, don't drop your mic really. No. <laughs> Those are, that's expensive. Don't do that. It comes back. <laughs> uh leslie what do you got um uh, my final thought is just the sleep thing um try to get on a sleep schedule if you can even if you're young and you're like it doesn't matter um get started now you know can't hurt but but yeah i think a sleep schedule or i try to be consistent and that would help like if i bet a million dollars i would have lost it that leslie's thing would be schedule yourself (laughs) i would have lost the house it's scheduling only with sleep be regimented <laughs> yeah listening to your body and i i'm telling yeah. you like i know that pendulum story was long but it has really helped me it's helped me to not stress about the imbalance of it of it all and it and it helps me to say like okay here i'm all the way over here but like so now i just focus on getting to the other side for a little bit and that's okay you know, okay. I really like the I writing things down before you go to bed. My mom does this thing. She has she calls it her her God box, and um, I don't know if it's like prayers or whatever, but she writes things down, puts a little thing, and puts them in her little box. And you know, she says that it's just such it's like a relieving thing. It's just it's like a ritual, kind of meditative ritual. And I mean, I, that seems like writing things down or journaling or something like that it can it can do wonders. You don't think it can until you do it. So I'm not really a writer, but um, I want I need to get back into that because it does help. That's true. That is a good idea. We didn't even really talk about that. 
Yeah. So one last thing I will add is um, organize, be as organized as possible. So you're not relying on your brain to remember stuff because that'll only give you anxiety and stress and um, use brain activity for stuff that you shouldn't be using brain activity for. And then um, in addition to that, ah, shoot, I totally forgot the second one. I should have wrote it down. Um, (laughs) I have one I can throw in there that I, I think a lot of this though, like Again, just listen to your body because like, so Leslie, she's very right brained and yet she likes to have a schedule for her sleep. For me, like that word makes my hackles go up or whatever that expression is. Like, I don't like to be scheduled. I don't want to be, I don't want to say like, I have to go to bed at this time. Like, I don't, I just, even though I understand logically how much sense that makes, like my body just reacts differently to that. Like, I like to be able to sort of be a little more freewheeling. So, you know, all of this kind of stuff is just like, you really do have to like understand yourself a little bit more and that can be tough. So, you know, I mean, hopefully we have some, a network, you know, like having a peep like stuff in place, like people that you trust your family or close friends or whatever it is that can like give you honest feedback or that you can talk stuff out with you. I think that even, but, or colleagues, you know, I mean, we have some great chats like over in the folks on your biz group or in some of the other Divi groups and stuff like that, where people can, you know, a lot of those are more Divi based, but if you have places even online where you can talk to people who are going through stuff like Definitely. you, if you get a group chat going or something where you can just rant and get something off your chest. Sometimes mm-hmm. even just hearing somebody else rant about something you're feeling can make you feel a lot more normal and yeah. less stressed about it, which makes no yeah, sense, but it true. kind of... <laughs> It kind of does work. So yeah, I was gonna say the thing I forgot I remembered uh, it was flexible routines. And again, I think to echo what you're saying, Stephanie, uh, you know, learn what's good for you and your personality type and all that, the way your brain works. But I think uh, for a lot of us, having flexible routines, I think can be a good thing. Routines are good because you can kind of get in the groove to where you know what you're going to do next opposed to trying to figure out and like, you know, stumbling along like, okay, what do I need to do? You just kind of have your routine, but flexible in that it's not like a rigid schedule where you're scheduling out every hour. You have the flexibility to be like, you know what? I don't feel like doing this. I'm not going to do it, you know, or you know what? I'm going to go get coffee with a friend because that's what I need right now. Um, But you still have some, some order in your day to where like, um, you know, it, I think that's just good for the brain. If you're my personality type, at least. Can't oh, and don't forget me. to eat. Good for the stomach. Make sure you I eat. Know. <laughs> I know. For the first time. junk food. Junk food, I, I get, you know, junk food is, is, is a nice guilty pleasure, but make sure you're eating okay, eating well, because that has a lot to do with how good you feel and how good you work. I raced in the door 20 <laughs> minutes before I got on here and had the first thing I've eaten all day. And it's, this starts at 5 p.m. our time. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's no bueno. yeah, that's bad. It's not yeah, good. Don't be, li- don't be living on anarchy. I have breakfast dreams. first thing in the morning and then I have second breakfast usually around like p.m. <laughs> and then I have lunch like between 12 and one typically. And then I'm usually good till dinner. But yeah, I'm not a morning eater. I just like my coffee. And for me, second breakfast is the most important meal of the day. <laughs> I'm going to start doing second breakfast. That sounds amazing. I do love me so much. I, sometimes I'll get up and eat breakfast and go back to bed. <laughs> I do feel like Leslie has the balance down pretty good. It's pretty awesome. Um, so, you know, as I was flying in here and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're talking about work-life balance and I'm like have a headache because I haven't eaten all day and I'm diabetic. So this is like really frowned oh. upon. 
Probably not a great idea. But anyway, uh, this is something that we are talking about and giving advice on, but obviously we're not perfect at it and we all have struggles. And so with that being said, I know we've missed a lot of episodes recently, more than any time in the Divi chat. (laughs) Yeah. And I think a little bit of that is going down to some work-life balance issues with some of the panelists and stuff like that. We don't like, we don't like being like that. We don't like dropping that on you guys at like five after and saying like, oh, oops, we have to cancel. Oops, we're not coming. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been doing a lot of talking and we think that we need to sort of adjust our schedule in the area of balance a little bit. And, and we are going to cut back a tiny bit um, up for, for right now. We're going to go back to every other week on the Divi chat. And we've never done bi-weekly, but. I meant we're going to drop back to oh. like previously <laughs> like, drop down. We did that. <laughs> Sorry. We're going to go down to every other week. And we hope you guys understand. We, um, there was a lot of talk about taking a break um, for a little while because of the stress that a lot of people are under. There's several members of the panel that are dealing with some serious issues, health wise, family wise, things like that. And so, um, you know, this podcast is, is positive and it's fun and it's hopefully helpful to you guys, but we don't, we, we can't do it at the expense of our own sanity and everything too. So we hope you guys understand that. And um, we, you know, like, so we're going to take the next couple months and switch to every other week, which is that called bi-weekly or bi I feel like it's bi-monthly because it's, I never know how to do that. I, I never know. People say bi-weekly, but that sounds like twice a week to me. Which seems like All right, I'm going to do a good old Google search here. I yeah, really meant to look that up before I made this announcement. Okay. Correct. Well, here, th- this is confusing. According yeah. to Google, bi-weekly is done, produced, or occurring every two weeks or twice a week. Uh, which one is exactly. it? Exactly. The both. The both. <laughs> Perfect, Google. Google, you sound stressed. Because that doesn't make any sense. You need a break. So um, so we're going to do fortnightly. Pablo. For, yeah, Fortnite. For, yeah. <laughs> for the win. Like my updraft schedule. I have some updraft schedules fortnightly. <laughs> fortnightly. We're going to do Divi chat fortnightly from now on. So next week, the 17th, we won't be there, but we'll be back on the 21st, right. I guess. And for the holidays, we may, you know, if something falls on Christmas or Thanksgiving, obviously, um, that's kind of a given. We may need to take Ho- some off then, but. Holidays are always a sort of a you know sketchy time schedule wise for everything but as of right now we're going to do this it looks like we're getting a positive um feedback in the chat thank you guys this is oh that's what i was going to say too like we were thinking of taking a break but we were like we, we love the live chat we love you guys that are coming and listening so loyally every week even when you're downloading the podcast and all that stuff and we don't want to lose the awesome momentum that we've got yeah. and and we really um we really enjoy you guys so um this is this is what we're going to try and we'll see and hopefully it'll mean less cancellations. So we've got fortnightly. We've got uh let's see here. What else do we and have? And I think got, next year we might talk about crazy. bringing on Oh, sorry. I was just going to say some people are saying bi-monthly, some people are saying bi-weekly. So the point of it is <laughs> nobody knows what that means. Every two weeks. Of it. Fortnightly <laughs> it is. Let's just stick with that. Apparently it's one of those words that no one really understands so it gets used both ways, bi-weekly, bi-monthly. So <laughs> Because when I, I Google bi monthly, it says produced or occurring twice a month or every two months. So, yeah, according maybe to Google, some, some months are only, well, there's only one month, that's so three weeks, right? So, I don't know. It's kind of like uh, 
the word niche or niche. It's uh-huh. basically, I think it used to be correct. The only correct pronunciation was niche, but so many people were saying niche that they like officially changed the pronunciation. To be <laughs> so, so Tuesday, September <laughs> 17th, the topic's going to be bi-weekly or bi-monthly. What does it mean? That's going to be our, we'll come back. We'll clear this up once and for all. And Sarah says, I mean, she made a comment, I think too, she wasn't feeling good. So she was, she was under the weather today. I know she wishes she could have been here, but um, she said, we need more topics from people, which is true. We want to, um, you know, I mean, we, we come up with some stuff, but it's, we want to talk about what you guys want to listen about. So what do you want to listen about? For a second, I thought you said what you guys want to whistle about. Mm-mm. I said, listen about, which isn't a thing. Whistle about <laughs> isn't a thing either. <laughs> Whatever you guys want to whistle about, it's fine with us. Just put it in the chat and leave a review. All right. Um, so that's it. Thanks for understanding. You guys are the best. We love you. And if you're just listening to this, not in the live chat, you got to show up sometime. Really. (laughs) Everybody was super chatty tonight too. Like I couldn't. (laughs) So uh, anyway. There was randomly chat going on about French fries. There was a lot of French fry talk. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm all about (laughs) French fries. I love French fries. I know. Who doesn't? I think they were talking about stress relief. So like, that's part of work-life balance is making sure you have enough French fries. Enough French fries. <laughs> I really like that idea. It's, it's important. <laughs> so, all right. Anything else, you guys? If not, Tim, you know what to do. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>